having got this precious birth. See, once a very interesting incident happened. I was giving my discourses somewhere and this lady came up to me and he said, she said, Swamiji, I want you to come to my house for Bhikshan. Will you come? Because sometimes they don't know, they are new. Will you come to my house uh, for dinner or lunch? I said, I live on Bhikshan only, I will come. So she said, then come with me now. I said, wait, 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 wait. You know, it's not like that. There are people who have already invited for Bhiksha. So there are many, there's a big line of them because they consider it a privilege to give Bhiksha. So they have invited for Bhiksha. You please find out from the organizers which day is free. And whichever day is free, I will come. So she finally came up to me and she says, Oh, Wednesday is uh, free. So I'm coming at, uh, I, uh, so will you come to my house? I said, I don't have a car. I'm Bekar. <laughs> so she said, oh, no, no, no. I will bring the car with my driver and I'll come and pick you up. So I said, that's good because you're supposed to do that. So anyway, she came to uh, pick me up. And when we are sitting in the car, she said, Swamiji, I'm so glad you're coming to my house. I feel so blessed. I knew. <laughs> and she says, however, Swamiji, uh, I'm calling to my house. There is a reason. I said, we Swamis also don't get free food. Arjun, I did not know that. <laughs> he thought that he will go and ask for Bhiksha and live a very simple life because really then there's no problem. Uh, you sit and meditate. Just ask food. You don't even have to cook for it. You got one meal a day. You live and your life, really speaking, no janjat, no problems. <laughs> he does not know for that one meal also what problems you have to do. <laughs> Solve, not yours but others. So she tells me, so, Swamiji, I have got one major problem. I am taking you home for that. So I said, what's your problem? But Swamiji, don't tell anybody. But it's a really major problem. I said, what's your major problem? She said, my husband. <laughs> so I said, which wife's problem is not the husband? <laughs> but you never tell someone that your problem is a common problem. Because each one thinks my problem is my unique problem. And when you make them feel very special, and then you solve it for them. <sighs> Namaste. I learned not to say, I said, so what's the problem? She says, Swamiji, I will tell you, but don't tell anybody. So I said, why will I go and tell anybody? No, no, Swamiji, don't even give it as an example in the class. <laughs> I said, see, my examples are real life examples in any case. So I may give it, but I won't tell you a name or anything. But Swamiji, I'm telling you, but please. Don't laugh. Huh? Too many restrictions. Now you want to tell me, you tell me. You don't want to tell me, you don't tell me. So I said, what's your problem? She says, my husband has got one bad, very bad habit. So I said, very bad habit? What is that? Well, first of all, men have got many habits which are bad. He's got only one. Tolerate it. <laughs> Did your mother teach you that? She said, no, but Swamiji, this is getting very irritating. And they say, you know, it was, she said it was getting to her nerves. I really got concerned because when they say it like that, they'll get multiple sclerosis or something like that. So I said, what does he do that gets to your nerves? She says, 
he wants every day curds yogurt <laughs> i said brother what's the problem <laughs> is he from south or he was born in south whatever there everybody eats nothing's wrong with that what's wrong with the i thought if he drinks every day lots of wine or or every day smokes too much or or whatever maybe no his vices i mean eating yogurt is a vice so i said sometimes they probably need to just complain something she said no swami ji it's not that he wants every meal yogurt so i said what's wrong with that but sometimes if he's not there he gets so agitated gets so angry and sometimes i'm not able to make yogurt or it does not settle what can i do so please swami ji you tell him something do something and tell him to stop taking yogurt No, if it was cigarette smoking or something like that, you know, you can tell. Anyway, when I went home, he was a thorough gentleman. Received me, and we were talking, and we were having good conversation with each other. And I said, I don't know what these women complain about sometimes. No, even I don't know sometimes what these husbands also send these jokes about. They were such lovely wives, and they're such nice husbands, but still, they will keep on. Anyway, when you got nothing to complain, you have to complain about somebody. So you complain. So I couldn't understand what is she complaining about. Just yoga. He's such a fine gentleman. We had some nice conversation, but every time from behind she said, "Now you see, if I saw a bar, then I say you drink. You know, drinking is not good for you. You'll get cirrhosis of the liver." Now suddenly, how do I just say, "Hey, you know," and, and then she says, "Don't tell him that I told you." That's another very important thing. I said, now what do I do? And she's looking, and till then she's not giving me food. Now I've given my discourses. I'm hungry. Do you know when you speak for one and a half hour, and then one hour drive they take you, and you don't eat in between, you can't understand what is those pangs of hunger, <laughs> and you have to eat only when they give you. That's it. So you are at their disposal. <laughs> and thank god they don't dispose you off <laughs> so i'm sitting there finally her husband looked at her and said you called swami ji here to feed him what's the time why are you taking why are you taking so long she very reluctantly went inside thinking that i've still not done his job now if he'll eat or khaya piya bhaga he would run away without doing my job anyway very reluctantly we she put that food on the table we sat there again from behind she comes and pinches me <laughs> no girl in college dare to do that to me and she's like Shh. tell him but I, i just could not but then again how wise they are she brings me a glass of milk and she keeps in front of me swami ji milk <laughs> we tend to drink milk but not yogurt so now that she has created the whole scenario for me so i said uh, will you drink why what about his milk so he turned around and said where's my curds <laughs> so now she got an opportunity curds 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 sometimes drink milk why you want only curds 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 every time so i very innocently looked at him and said You eat curds every meal? He said yes. Why do you eat curds every meal? Why not sometimes drink milk? 
He said, Swamiji, do you believe in reincarnation? Such profound questions come only when you are about to eat. While you go for Bhiksha, they will keep looking at you. And then when you start eating, Swamiji, I have got a question. Now I said this reincarnation question will become a big uh, uh, thing. So I just said, do you believe? He said, yes. So I said, what about it? He said, see, in reincarnation, I could be born as anything in any life. I could be born as a dog. I said, yeah. <laughs> I could be born as a pig. I said, yeah. <laughs> I could be born as a donkey. I said, chances are good. <laughs> I could be born in any, in any of these forms, whether I'm born as a calf or any of these forms. Will I get milk or not? <laughs> I said, yeah. So, it's only in human life that can I get yogurt. <laughs> So why not I have that? <laughs> now you know why those who eat yogurt three times a day are considered very very wise in the world. <laughs> They're the CEOs of the largest companies these days. <laughs> that is wisdom, right? Now in Arjuna's words, he's just talking about his confusion. But through that, subtly, Shiveed Vyasa is pointing out here that how we do not use our intellect and confused about everything in life. Should I, should I take leave from my job and come for the Gita Marathon camp? I want to do that, but should I get the leave or not? Look how mind keeps on juggling because we are not clear about our goal in life. We are not clear about the means. I am not saying for this situation, but anything. So, Karpanya dosho pahataswabhava prichami tvam dharma sammuda cheta. I am asking you, O Krishna, for my mind is totally now confused about what is dharma. What is the right course of action? In this simple context, should I fight the battle or should I go and live on arms or allow them to kill me if they, that's what satisfies them to stop the war or should I fight the battle and win and bring about peace or rather instead of all this bloodshed and then getting all that why not I just give away? There will be no bloodshed and there will be peace. But there would be no peace. That also he knows. Therefore, Karpanya dosho pahata swabhava prichami tvam dharma sammuda chetaha. My mind, my intellect, totally mudha confused. And then he says, that which is Shreya, he's not asking what is prayer. I'm not asking for that which will just give me pleasure and wealth. Or that which will give me short-term peace, happiness. I'm not asking for that. I'm asking for that which is Shreya. That will give me long-term happiness. And Shreya is not only good for me, 
but good for everybody. This word Shreya and Preya appears in Kathopanishad, where to Nachiketa, the young teenager, when praising him, Yamraj, to teach all of us, say these two eternal paths are available at every juncture of our life. The path of Shreya and the path of Preya. The path of Shreya is the path of goodness, duty, nobility, which eventually leads us to the highest goal of immortality or self-realization. It may appear bitter, you may not like it, but its end result is good. While the path of prayers in the beginning is fascination, fascinating, pleasurable, but ends us finally in sorrow. But immediate gratification is there. Gurudev dramatized this very beautifully as with the example that there were two friends. And these two friends, they were friends together, they were born in, in the same locality, they grew up together, but they were poles apart. One was always proper, righteous, did the right thing, did his duties. The other wild with all vices and what you call, so-called the cool guy who enjoys his life. Nowadays, they are ideals for everybody. The cool guy is enjoying and this is the boring nerd who does not enjoy anything. While in school, he studied. Then when he went for a job, he was very loyal to his job, did not switch his jobs and did work. While this person took bank loans and lost the money and then, uh, what to say, enjoyed it and with his credit cards and everything, he was just enjoying squandering his wealth and living a very sensuous life. His friend would tell him now and then, don't do that. You will suffer in the end. And one day, this guy's wife calls up this good guy and says, he's gone, he must be drunk. He will drive. You please bring him back. He goes there and he's very arrogantly, I will drive, I'll drive. He was driving and he met with an accident and both the friends suddenly found themselves floating over the car and seeing their bodies. And suddenly they were pulled and they went to the Lord of Death. When he saw their charts, when he saw their accounts, phew, both friends, same locality, same school, one totally different, another different. So immediately said, one goes to hell, one goes to heaven. So gave them both the ticket. You go from the right door, yours is heaven. She said, I told you my friend, now you'll be going to hell. He said, okay, I enjoyed my life. <laughs> They go both out. When the good guy goes to the right side and he comes out, there is a bullock cart waiting for him with an old man sitting there. He says, this is the vehicle to heaven. He said, yes, sit on it. He sits on it. It goes slowly. And as it, the bullock cart goes, suddenly comes a limousine. 
zooms by him, screeches, stops and reverses. An automatic window comes down and he sees his friend with a glass of champagne in the limousine. And his friend said, where are you going in that bullock cart? Come here. That old man tells him, no, don't. We are going to heaven. He is going to hell. But you sure that I did not, my taxi is not mixed up? <laughs> he said, no, this is the right taxi. Then they come to a crossroad. And there is one beautiful road, highway. And the other is a rickety Indian holy road, <laughs> full of holes. And of course, where does it? Bulakat goes there. And the limousine goes into the highway. He said, sure, this is the way to heaven. He says, yes. Goes to the doorway of heaven. A simple looking door. Uh, archway nicely crafted with some figurines. And he says, is this the gateway to heaven? He says, yes. Where is my friend gone? He's quite curious. His friend did everything wrong and now he's went in a limousine on a nice road. Let me see what hell is. He said, I want to see my friend. I want to see what his condition is. I've always loved him. I want to know how he is. He says, don't even go there. Listen to my advice. Don't go there. He says, no, I want to. I want to. I want to see him. Please take me there. Please take me there. He says, just enter the gates of heaven. Do not. Because if you don't enter now, no, no, I want to see him. I want to see him. Anyway, took him there. And when he came there, wow. It was like a seven-star hotel with all these young people opening the doors and all that. And this bullock cart was not even considered anything. And limousines, people are coming out of it. And he went inside. He said, let me. The old man says, now you saw, no? He's gone to a place. Now let's go. He said, no, no, I want to go inside. There, beautiful receptionist standing there. And uh, he goes and says, I want to meet my friend. Uh, do you have a ticket to hell? He shows ticket. Ah, that ticket to heaven. Go. Hmm? Not ticket to hell. Sorry, you don't have any bookings here. So he says, but I want to meet my friend. We can page him if you want to. The old man is from there telling, come, 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 come back, come back, come back, come back. Now you saw where your friend is, come back. Anyway, they paged him. The door opened and he sees a crystal ball room. And he comes with two beautiful women escorting him. And he comes and says, Are yaar, all your life, what did you do? You know, didn't enjoy anything and you went there. This is life, yaar. <laughs> now he says, I want to be here. I don't want to go there. All my life, I did not enjoy these things. Anyway, the old man tells him no. But he exchanges his coupon. Yeah. Rather than eat ashram food. Yeah. Go to Dharamsala. And eat moho. And then come back with three days of either constipation or diarrhea. <laughs> anyway, he went inside and it was fantastic. Music, everything, drinks, food, galore. People with all dressed richly and he was dressed up. And wow, what a party. And at 12 o'clock, suddenly the lights go off. And when the lights go off, he says, oh, every year is a New Year party. And suddenly the gates open. There is smoke. There is fire. And in come all these people. Even Michael Jackson is here. 
he thinks it's a thriller till the whips start falling on him and he realizes that this is not a thriller show but it is so where are they taking them they said we're taking you to hell and they said if that is hell then what was this he said this is our advertisement department <laughs> See the publicity of hell is very good the publicity of heaven is really poor haven't you seen when you have a rock show and all see have you seen the publicity i mean geeta gyan yagya that piece of cloth not that piece of cloth will be hanging there and the swami's face would be and half of geeta will not be red swami ji we put you no know, about 10 banners in the city advertisement of the path of shreyas is no doubt quite poor and the advertisement of the path of shreyas is a prayas is really grand to attract you but one leads to hell the other leads to happiness so yat shreyasya nishchitam which is not only good for me long term but which is good for everybody that is called as shreyas because something may be pleasurable to me but not be pleasurable to you but that which is good for everybody and everlasting happiness is good for everybody ya shreyasya nischitam bruvitanne tell me with nischaya tell me with conviction with surety acha why should i tell you because shishyasteham ुमारुद्यादेहुमोहि ुदीनोलीटीडर is a wise one and he will give him that instruction which will be right proper and will guide him in his life to attain the absolute good so shishyasteham and these days when people you know think that why do we need a guru when we are confused what we can teach ourselves and that too also when we go on looking out for a guru to choose and we want a perfect guru as though we can recognize one but we don't want to become a perfect disciple you become a perfect disciple the guru that you get is perfect only therefore shishyasteham he didn't say krishna will you be my guru <laughs> he says i am your disciple i just surrender to you Now you teach. It's very interesting. 
when we were also when you start walking the spiritual path first thing you think i can read and understand why do i need to you know why do i need a teacher or why should i follow one person it, it comes but as you go deeper into the knowledge you realize that the knowledge is so subtle you need to trust completely someone whose knowledge whose instructions at the subtler level not just the physical what to say interactions with the world you can fully have faith so that you can venture forth at such time the feeling is not like the general trend oh you know if you have a guru you will be uh, saved I means it's a guarantee that you know at least you can commit all the sins but then there he will take care of you that is what people go on making gurus for so that feeling comes that i need someone whom i want to surrender and you feel a sense of surrender so i remember i was feeling that that even i was listening to various such songs and then felt that you know everything i know is from the books of swami chidmayananda then is he not my guru what is the question of me making him my guru when everything i have learned and even if there are confusions in different parts i can resolve with his teachings then he should be my guru but we still feel that there should be some you know formal initiation ceremony and then it is guaranteed that he is my guru so just when i got so involved there was a group of youth who had been attending gurudev's talks and amongst them one person who had met gurudev when the person was 13 so i asked that person i said what if i want gurudev to my guru she said even i went and asked him no i was only 13 and i heard him and i found him to be an amazing intellect and i just went up to him at 13 and i said swami ji will you be my guru and gurudev said you think guru has a choice <laughs> if you follow my instructions if you follow the teachings you are already my disciple the gurudev was such type of a guru not choosing you are he just freely gave the knowledge you follow it you are a disciple and a disciple alone can recognize his guru's greatness because the evidence of his guru's greatness is he himself or she herself because if that knowledge works for me that's the great evidence that knowledge transform me those instructions transform me that inspiration and his presence transform me then can you imagine if that can be for me what must he or she be therefore arjuna says shishyasteham shadimam tvam prapannam i surrender to you and saying this he just sat down and sanjay reports nahi prapashyami mama नहीं प्रपश्यामी ममा पुनद्याद नाउ आई सी 
that this Uchoshanam Shokam, this Uchoshanam Indriyanam Shokam, this sorrow which is now burning my senses, I can clearly see that even Avapya Bhuma Asapatnam Riddham, even if I got the unrivaled kingdom of the entire world, not only of Hastinapur. And as well as all the prosperity and kingship, Rajam, not only of this world, but Suranamapi. Even if I got the kingdom of the heaven. And Adipatyam, like my father, I become the Indra of it also. I do not think that this sorrow of mine can come to an end. For Arjuna has realized that the sorrow is not because of a situation or because of a thing or for not getting a thing. But somewhere this sorrow that is continuously bothering us is rooted in something else. And in own words he says, it is because of my moha is this shoka. And this shoka cannot go until and unless my moha goes away. And having said that, he sits there collapsed. Sanjay reports the blind king and the blind king must have been very very thrilled that Arjuna sat back. But by now he knows that Bhishma is gone. So what happened? So evam uktva rishikesham gudha keshe. In this manner, having spoken to Rishikesh, the lord of the senses, this gudha kesha Arjuna, who was also the scorcher of force, Parantapa, he says, He Govinda na yotsyami and Tushnim Babu, I shall not fight and becomes Tushnim, as I said, quiet. In which means, now till you remove my delusion, my sorrow is not going to go, even if I win the battle. Or if I don't fight the battle, now I realize my sorrow is not going to end till you remove my delusion. And therefore he became silent. And he became silent. When man becomes silent, God speaks. So, Tamuva 
He said this. And what does Krishna say? The first words of the, in a sense of the Gita. Let's start it today only. I told you the coincidence that we will reach that. I told you about the coincidence that could happen today. That on Sri Krishna Janmashtami, we have started the Bhagavad Gita as a Bhagavad Gita, but the Krishna's first words. And if you can just keep these words of Krishna in your heart on his birthday, what else do you want? Shri Bhagavan Uvacha Bhagwan had a smile on his face because with his words he can delude with his words he can liberate also and to point out that Arjuna is feeling miserable but why Bhagwan has got a smile because he has the solution he has the cure so he has a smile on his face and he tells to Arjuna and Krishna's creed is don't you ever for any occasion for any situation or anything in your life should you give into misery you have grieved for those that should not be grieved for. Yet, and yet you speak words of wisdom as though you are very wise. Because, Gata suna gata sunshta nanushochanti panditaha. Those who are pandita means those who have got vast knowledge, the wise people or the knowers of truth. Today anybody is called as pandit. Na anu sochanti. Anu means continuous. It's not that sorrow you don't feel. But na anu sochanti does not grieve. For whom? Gatasun a gatasuncha. For those, there are only two varieties in this world. Those who are gone and those who are about to go. Not yet gone, you'll say. So you have grieved for these noble people that they will die. The wise do not grieve for those who are gone and those who are not yet gone. In fact, Krishna's advice, if we can take today, is 
but i very often tell people can keep it as your guiding light post lighthouse make a conviction today that if you are a krishna devotee if you are a student of the gita refuse to be miserable that's what krishna says refuse to be miserable you will find a solution thank you for tuning in to this episode by the chinmaya mission if you like what you hear please consider subscribing if you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the bhagavad gita and how lord krishna's advice to arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today or understanding your mind or explanations on hindu scriptures in easy to understand english the chinmaya mission youtube channel is the place to be all links are in the description